Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's P-O-D. That's Stamps.com promo code POD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. And so I just I think the other thing that bothers me about this Mm. is when Ridley Scott says something or Martin Scorsese says something like that, you're essentially that is somebody's idol looking at you and saying, we're not in the same field. It's a great point, dude. And that's bullshit. You may fire when ready. podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Eskibidi-bow. How are you all feeling? We are excited to be here with you all today. Um, it's it's a great Monday, and it's a great Monday to pod. It's a weird time because there's a big announcement that we'll talk about later um, for tomorrow um, based on where we record and all that jazz. It's it's Spider-Man adjacent. Um, so that's kind of where we're at on our end. But I'm trying to act surprised. Like, I didn't know what the fuck we talking about. What? There's an announcement? There's an announcement. Um, but we're excited to be with y'all. You will notice that we are down a uh, a member of the trio. The three, the three Musketeers is down one, um, and that is because Brian is preparing for his arrival of his new baby. Um, so we are very so baby watch twenty twenty one. Still no baby. Still, still no, baby. no baby. Still no baby. But close. I feel it in my. Yeah, bones. we're excited. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's coming. I can hear it coming. It's like a train. Um, but. But we're excited for Brian. We're glad he's able to take some time to be with his family. But Marcus, we for the sake of Maggie, I feel I hope it's not coming like a train. I hope it's a oh very yeah. smooth, a very smooth process for yeah. everyone involved. Yeah, involved. yeah. A, yeah. The train metaphor probably could have. <laughs> I should have rethought that. I should have rethought. It's that. All right, we're here now. It's all right. Okay. But but Marcus, yes. you and I are here. How are, are you feeling today, sir? You know, it's it's time to podcast. You know, we try not to go on a tangent. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I did ask him how I, you were doing, so please, if you yeah. have a tangent to go on, I'd it's love fine. to hear it. It's fine. You know what I did? I, I realized, man, you know, when low moments are low, they are low as fuck. But when your high moments come, Jesus Christ, it's like, That's fuck, true. I feel like I'm on cloud nine no. for absolutely no reason at all. So, But it's um, just like, 
There are Damn. several reasons for all for all of us to be on cloud nine. That's true. And That's one true. of them took place with one second to go in the That's fourth true. quarter on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Like, <laughs> yo, I was trying not to go on a tangent. Well, Doug said fine. no more tangents. Well, Doug said no. Just, well, he didn't say no more tangents. Doug said we want to start getting into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. But let me tell right. y'all something, all podcast listeners. If you don't know, me and Doug are from, well, we live in South Dakota. That's Vermilion, we do South indeed. Dakota. Home of the Coyotes. Don't say Coyote or I'm going to whoop your ass. Right? We Sorry, played friend. our <laughs> we played our rival school, South mm-hmm. Dakota State University, right? Yep. There was seven seconds left on the clock in yep. the fourth quarter. They were up. This looks like it was about to be the end. For some reason, mm-hmm. they throw the ball out of bounds. Yes. On a play that they said they've always timed correctly. Right. The officials called the shit back and was like, please put one second on the clock. They did this on fourth down. Yes. They said, please put one second back on the clock. We are yep. at the 35-yard line, 30, 35-yard line, maybe 40, maybe a little bit closer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I have to look at the video again. So our quarterback, they, you know, you know, it's like la- if you know anything about football, you go to your last minute play. Mm-hmm. Your defense is gonna go to an all block defense, all pass knock block the ball defense. down defense. You knock it, you swat it down, okay? Yep. And then your offense goes for a Hail Mary because it's the only it's not the only play, but it is the go-to play for last minute moments yeah. like this. It puts everybody strikes towards the end zone. That's true. So all the, they do what they're supposed to do, and he tosses it, and in with one second left on the clock on a Hail Mary play. Our quarterback tosses that bitch. Shout out to Carson Camp. I bought him and his mama drink last night at the bars. Um, <laughs> throw the fucking ball. Uh-huh. And Jeremiah Webb, shout out to Jeremiah Webb. They, South Dakota State jumps for it, but nobody, a couple of them swat it, but somebody tips it up by accident and mm-hmm. tips it backwards. Yep. And Jeremiah Webb is right there and takes it and gets a touchdown with Falls one in the end zone. second left falling right into the end zone and all you heard in the stadium was <gasps> yeah and then pandemonium broke Fucking loose wild. the other the other if you if you if you have it it ended up the number one play on sports center yep, um, yep. from the weekend we were so everywhere yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. And so if you haven't seen it, you can find it. The Ooh. other thing is, is if you can find the radio announcer's response. So Brittany and I were running errands and we listened to this oh. at the end. Like because it I had seen where it was going and yeah, I'm a yep. product of I'm a product of my upbringing. Yeah. My yeah. dad and I watch sports the same way. That's game. Our team, our our team starts losing. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm out. I turn it off. And so so anyway, That's so fair. we say that and I turn it, we run to the store and I listen to it on the radio and I mean, I had to turn the volume down on my speakers. They were shout, they were screaming Yo. so loud. Yeah, um, it was pretty impressive. So check that out. If Shout you, out if to you um, Jay Elson from Midco Sports mm-hmm. and John Thayer from USD, who is the yep. color commentator for us. Seriously, like it is so. It was so wild. I didn't find out until a day. Oh no, no, I didn't find out until that night when we went out who actually caught the ball. You mean it, you couldn't tell? I mean, they didn't even know how to credit it when they, it was on the radio. They didn't no, know how to credit they, it because I think everybody got it wrong. Because when Jeremiah caught it, he got it, got excited, spiked it, but then Caleb Vanderesh like took it and ran grabbed because the ball he, he, he like grabbed the yeah. ball because he was like, "Oh my god, like we did it, like that's game." Yeah. And the cameras naturally just followed the person who. Has the football in the hand. It happens all the time with play action passes and all that other kind of oh, yeah. shit like that. So yeah, wild as fuck. Shout out to the yeah. Coyotes, man. Shout out to those. It's fun. It's it's so much fun because this is my actual college team. Yeah. Like 
my real – I don't have any other team. I don't watch Oregon. Yep. I don't watch – like, this is my college team, and these are players that I know. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I get to party with these guys and be yeah. like, this was wild. This yeah. was wild. Thank That's you for allowing awesome. me to go on that tangino. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Um, It's a good day. Things are going well. That's good. Um, it's always great when your team wins. It's nice to see these guys uh, succeed. Some of them I know as yeah, well. Doug so. does know. Doug, 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 for those of you that don't know, Doug was an advisor for – the cultural wellness coalition and just naturally, you know, when he used to work at the muck at the university, he kind of around to, and about. Yeah. He was always around these guys. So yeah, that's but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see them succeed. It's a good day just in general. Um, things are going well. So all in all pretty pleased with where stuff is at. Um, but the show must go on Marcus. It and must. although we are down a, uh, a member of our crew, we are, we are still going to play catch that quotable. And right. since it is black history year, it is. You can decide whether you would like me to go first or you to go first. It is entirely up to you, sir. Honestly, Doug, I'll I'll, I'll go first. Okay, um, sounds good to me. I, you know, I feel like I always throw it off on other people first, but okay, I'm gonna go first. Sometimes God just fucks up your your order, and you gotta chow down on that shitty shame sandwich. Oh man, okay. Once again. <laughs> okay. Don't you love okay. it here? Sometimes I do. I do God love it here. just fucks up your order. And you got to chow down on that shitty shame sandwich. Man, the phrase that shitty shame sandwich, that's what stands out to me for that quote. That shitty shame sandwich. Yeah, I wonder if I can uh, pull it back up while both of us are here. I think I think we can. It's just right. it, sometimes God just fucks up your order and you yeah. got to chow down. This so yeah. that phrase that shitty shame sandwich makes me feel like this is a like this is like a dating movie. Okay. Like, Cuz usually when we talk about shame at least in a movie context, we always talk about shame in the sense of like the dating world, right? Like someone's right. giving advice to another person. Um but which particular dating movie I'm not quite sure. If it's trending the way that I, if it's trending the way that I think it is, okay, it's more than likely it's not about like um, it's got to be about like dancing mm. or some type of sh- social thing. So people okay. are like, you know, let your shame fly, chow down on that sandwich, just eat it and go with it. Okay. Um, but I want that hint because I'm kind of that's, that's where I kind of get stuck. So where what uh, what do you got for me hint wise? I'm gonna say barbecue barbecue yeah okay and, and i feel like that may not be a fair hint but i'll give mm, you barbecue. why i said barbecue once this is over okay i must okay. admit i do like your thought process i i, I like your thought process um mm-hmm. and, and i see where you're i see where you're going okay marcus i think yes. i have my quote i think i have my guess what is it is this the movie barbershop with ice cube it is not the movie Barbershop. Does it end, that ends with a with a barbecue, doesn't it? Or it, does it start well, with one? I think every black movie that they ever show on BT <laughs> probably ends in a barbecue. Um, I don't okay, think this okay, one actually okay. does not end in a barbecue. I don't think. Okay. Actually, it might. There's a barbecue scene in there. A lot of black movies end in a barbecue. That's the way that we come together. That's how you okay. know this shit okay. is all good. Okay, so, I, you know, yes. But no, this is not. <laughs> yes, bar- this is this is not, not one worth remembering. No, okay, no, no, no. The quote: "Sometimes God just fucks up your order, and you gotta chow down on that shitty shame sandwich." Is pain and gain, and I did that in honor of Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian's yeah. not even here <laughs> to give the answer. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I said oh. barbecue because uh, I think there's a scene in there 
where they do they cook they, that guy? They cut him up and then they grill him or light him on fire. I cannot tell you the plot I can't of that remember. movie. I can't, I've all. only seen it literally once. All I know, time. all I know, is there are several scenes where these dudes are just lifting weight yep. and talking about stuff, yep. and that's about all I can remember. And I remember. Yep. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is wearing what looks like MC Hammer style parachute pants, yeah, and a cut off like a tank top, and that's yep. like all I yep, can this, remember. This was based off a true story, I do believe. Like, yes, it was. It yeah, was, and that some was, it was crazy. yeah, yeah, it was, and it takes that was place a weird in Florida. movie, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Shout out well to- awesome. Well, oh, shout out to Brian. Uh, we we tried to give it, we, we tried. tried to pay homage, even though you weren't here. We tried our uh, damnedest. That's right. All right, you ready for me? I'm ready. Okay. Vincent Van Gogh, everyone said to him, you can't be a great painter. You only have one ear. And you know what he said? I can't hear you. Vincent Van Gogh, everyone said to him, you can't be a great painter. You only have one ear. And you know what he said? I can't hear you. (laughs) This is interesting because Mm -hmm. I feel like I know what this movie is. Okay. I I feel like I know the cadence of the quote. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, and that's what it is. And you know who 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 I'm thinking of? I, I'm thinking of a person, but I kind of want to wait till after the quote. Okay, this is a comedy, and this okay. is somebody trying to give a pep talk, and obviously it's like a back a yeah. half ass backwards pep talk because it ends with a joke mm-hmm. about Van Gogh being deaf and he getting his ear cut off. Yep. Um. Okay. I, okay. What's the hint? Your hint is. Hold on. Do you want to hear my person before or after the hint? That I'm. I want to hear of? your person before. Okay. It's not going to change my hint, but I want to okay. hear it before. The person that I'm thinking of that I feel like I know the cadence is Danny McBride. I think that's his name. Okay. Is, is yeah. Name? From from like Anchorman from, and from yeah. usually with like in a Will Ferrell. He was in Eat Down. He's in a, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. That's interesting. Your okay. hint is mice. Oh fuck! Now, mice. Mice. This is not what I thought it was. Then, damn it! <laughs> oh my god! Isn't that okay. the word? What's, what's the quote again? Can you get? Can I get the quote one more time? Yeah, let's bring that quote up. We'll read it. We'll read one more time. Vincent Van Gogh. Everyone said to him, "You can't be a great painter. You only have one ear." And you know what he said? I can't hear you. Now I'm thinking this is an animated movie, and it could be like a Pixar. It could be kind of joke, like in that one of those like adult. Joke movies. Okay, here's what I was thinking. Okay, I was thinking Tropic Thunder. Okay, I, I was definitely thinking Tropic Thunder, and I'm gonna stick with that because okay. I feel like it, that's not it. But it's it now. I feel like yeah. it's an animated movie. Okay, it, it is not Tropic Thunder. I appreciate okay. your logic, and I appreciate okay. you sounding that out. Yeah, this is Dinner for Schmucks with Paul Rudd and Steve Carell. It is a movie where it's basically a. Paul Rudd works for a company. He really wants to get a promotion. His boss invites him to this dinner that they have where everybody has to bring the most outrageous idiot. Well, Steve Carell plays the idiot and essentially they come together and they actually form like a friendship and a bond. So when they get to the dinner, he feels bad. Um, that's oh, like the to- other funny things happen in this. Zach Galifianakis is in this. Um, yeah. So I feel like I was in the right. Um, you were in the right range area. You the right cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely were. Yeah, just yeah. like two two sacks down. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. You were you were at the wrong house, but you were in the right neighborhood yeah. for sure. And you, you know, my black ass that gets me shot. It's true. You got to be careful you when you go around there. 
Yeah. Um, especially in South Dakota. Especially in South Dakota. Because <laughs> it work apparently <laughs> Fastos can make a home here, but yeah. only if it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, only um, if it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy this guy gets it. I do get it. Um it. Marcus, it is a news episode. It is a lot of things have happened over yeah. the course. I really like that graphic. Oh, a lot you. of things have happened over the course of this past week, past few weeks yeah. that we just have not really touched or talked about. Right. Um, I, I feel like here's what I feel like. We usually have, are pretty good at going back and forth, but I feel like one topic is definitely going to reign supreme. There is one topic that is going to reign supreme, yeah. potentially yeah. two topics. So yeah. I just want to get it out there. Let's, let's talk about Disney Plus Day, yeah. shall let's we? Let's dive into the announcement. So for those who maybe were are listening, but maybe didn't stick around and and follow them on Twitter, apparently, which is how they how they fucking announced everything. Yes. Um, Disney Plus Day was November 12th. They made a bunch of announcement announcements on future content. They gave some they released new content to their platform. So you can stream Shang-Chi and uh, Jungle Cruise. They also added yeah. some additional shows and some things like that. Um, but this was kind of interesting because I want to start with the Star Wars news in honor. Okay. Of Brian. OK, yeah. Star also, Wars. Brian's not dead. So Brian's anybody dead. listening. Yeah. Not in dead. honor when we say that in honor of Brian, Brian is not dead. He's yeah. in, fact, in honor of Brian, life. but not dead. Yes. Still with us. Um, but in honor of Brian, rest in peace. Um, he they Star Wars Star Wars was oddly absent from this mm. smorgasbord dinner table that they had going. And the big letdown, I think, for most people was Kenobi. Just oddly, people felt sort of bamboozled by the Kenobi trailer and what well, they got versus yeah. what they felt they were promised. So uh -huh. let's start there. I think uh -huh. that's a great place for us to start. Well, Disney Disney thinks they're slick as fuck. That's the problem. Um, and, uh -huh. and when you look at the Kenobi trailer or what they're yeah. calling the trailer, which is really just like concept art and it's um, yeah. Ewan McGregor talking, when you look at the title of the trailer on YouTube, they, they gave enough fluff in the content yeah. that the part where it says concept art teaser is at the end and all yeah. it really says at the beginning is obi-wan or, or kenobi series teaser yeah so yeah. they try to get away with it they just try to be on some slick shit which is like i don't know i feel like disney kind of feeling themselves but maybe that's a discussion for the end of this segment well i know i don't think that i think i think they just didn't think any it feels like they didn't think anybody would notice no no doug no we're not doing this today we no. i came to pod god damn it well, no 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 and i and i say that from the like how the fuck did you not think anybody was going to notice? Oh, like, okay, okay. It's kind of okay. one of those moments of like, did you really not think that people were amped about yeah, it? Yeah. And that's just what I what I kind of find staggered by, at least this in particular, is, come on. I know y'all have a TikTok. I know y'all have a Twitter. I know y'all have an Instagram. How many people over the course of the past six weeks leading up to November 12th felt like they were going to get some type of promise or some type of comment and they were going to get some type of trailer. You knew that they felt this way about it. So when did you make the decision to substitute with it being an exclusive first look mm -hmm, versus an mm -hmm. actual trailer? Because mm -hmm. this feels like bait and switch. Like you, yeah. you were like, can it's like, <laughs> it's like when you're asking for a project from a friend at work, like, Hey, you're going to get that thing. Like, I'd really like to start working on it. And Kenobi people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to you. Worry. I want to make sure it looks good. And then the day they realized it, they were like, Oh fuck, we're not going to get it. 
uh, just give him this. Yeah. We'll turn it in and hopefully the boss won't notice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Disney and Disney has no choice but to put out the shit. Yeah. And 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 here's the thing. They know Kenobi is their most probably wanted Star Wars project at the moment. I will say that. I would say so. I mean, I, would I think say that. with with what is in the most immediate, if I had to vote like Book of Fett, Book of Boba Fett, uh, Mandalorian yeah. season three or Kenobi. I mean, based on and I will say this, that mm. that exclusive first look was nice. I mean, the car, concept art was cool. Um, it got me excited because of some things that I noticed. I was hyped about it before and still am now. I'm just not as, I mean, it's just, I'm a little bit more disappointed and irked with Disney than I am anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Disney is, and Brian called it Disney. Disney, The way that they did this whole Disney plus release thing. Such a nightmare. It's like they just wanted to do it for the title so that you could see what's coming next. Yeah. But I think if they keep going down this route, they, they put out a new Spider-Man poster today. Mm Mm-hmm. And I saw the set, the first Spider-Man poster that they put out. Yeah. And all of this is looking like something I could have made on Canva. I promise you. I yeah, this the peep that that poster looks someone compared it to Xbox box art. Like that it looks like video game box art that I saw online. I can't actually, remember who it was. Yes, that but was it absolutely does. It, it looks like video does. game box art. Like it's it just does. This all feels like they're down a man in their marketing department. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. And that's or, weird. Or they just feel like that they don't have to market like they used to. Like uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm putting myself on this, and maybe I'm putting Disney in in a lane that they're not really like the bad people. But when you set a high expectation, you have mm-hmm. to follow through every single time. I'm sorry, like that's right. the expectation that you set. And Disney Plus, I think Disney Plus is kind of. Um, losing momentum i will say that i think in my yeah. mind hbo max is kind of in the lead right now and then it's netflix mm, and then yeah. it's disney plus that's how i that's how and i put everything and what i think is crazy about it is i think it changes week to week too that's, i think it depends true. on announcement and i think it yeah. depends on what's out because something i was going to talk about later is the fact that red notice mm. uh that movie with ryan reynolds dwayne the rock johnson gal gadot they all said they said it had the biggest streaming release on netflix in netflix's history yeah yeah that's and part, what of, I saw. Me, and part of me sitting here like okay one are you reporting sky tv numbers again Please. um or but again, it I feel like it changes week to week because, I mean, Shang-Chi getting onto Disney Plus should have been a big deal. Should've like, it should have been a huge deal, but it mm-hmm. just didn't feel that way. So I agree with you, Marcus. I think a lot of this is maybe they don't feel like they have to pitch us to it as mm-hmm. much. Um, or maybe they've realized that they're kind of letting the hype machine do their work for them. Mm. But that just feels really lazy, and I That's- hate it. It's lazy and and it can be dangerous because they know. Mm-hmm. I, and I think even though Kevin Feige does not run all of Disney, no, but, although it feels like it at some it point does for sure. Um, I I do think that Kevin, because of this Spider Man Far From Home shit, mm-hmm. he definitely knows what it feels like to let the rumors and to let other people's um expectations and that that hype train get away yeah. from you. Because yeah. if this Spider Man movie isn't what everybody wants it to be. Right. All hell is going to break loose. Right. Yeah, um, I completely yeah. agree. And I think so, even the way yeah. that Eternals was marketed. Like, yeah. I mean, if you compare, yeah. I mean, we reviewed it last week, the way that that movie was sold to the general public versus what we actually saw in theaters felt very different. Like, yeah. it felt it like did. they didn't, it just, the tone didn't add up. So, so did Black Widow. 
Black so did, Widow was just here, like, I'll be honest with you. So did the last three movies. Shang Shang Chi mm-hmm. was a, was a good movie, but the way that it was marketed, some it didn't really necessarily. I didn't. I was more excited to see that movie after I had watched it than yes. before I had watched yeah, it. That's a great, great. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. That's yeah. exactly it. I was more I was excited. not excited to watch that before no. until after I watched it. Yeah, because again, hmm, and I think this goes back to a question that I think is kind of interesting is like we kind of we kind of touched on it last week. Like, how do we evaluate these things? Yeah. Like, how do we how do we take these this conversation that we're having? And do we have to put them each in a vacuum um, where we evaluate them individually or do we have to see them as connected things? So each one is a product of the whole. It's sort of the like chain and the chain link conversation, like which one is going to move us forward? Like so Eternals, we said last week, like it doesn't it's not really clear how this moves the universe forward, Mm -hmm. but it's still a good movie. So it's just I think it's trying to evaluate um evaluate fandom satisfaction and i think one they're never going to be satisfied so there's that no but then there's also this like how do you balance both of both of those obligations yeah i'm sorry i know you had more to get to but no you're um, fine this is good to talk about that that red notice i'll I'll put this in there well yeah i'll just say it now I, I still haven't seen it and I'm not rushing to see it. And no. I feel like that's weird because I'm a fan of all three of the leads in this. Oh, for sure. But what I'm not a fan of is Netflix. I'm sorry. Like, it's just, <laughs> I want to see, um, what is it? They all fall down. Uh, the harder they fall. I watch the harder it this they weekend. Fall. I, I want to this weekend. Like my mom called me and was like, Marcus, you have to watch it. You have to listen oh, to the soundtrack. Marcus, that movie is very much your shit. That movie is a hundred percent your shit. That movie is first off. That movie is produced by Jay Z. He's an executive producer. So Sean Carter is a producer. Then you add in the fact that if you really like traditional Westerns, it's got that Western story, but it's got that Jay Z fucking swag written all over it. Kind of like how Django was um, when Django came out. Yeah. Yeah. And And here's my problem though. Yeah. Here's my problem. My problem is Netflix. The last thing that I watched on Netflix was Concrete Cowboys, which, okay. un- interestingly enough, was also Idris Elba as a yeah. cowboy. Um, so I just don't know what it is. I'm not rushing to go see Red Notice. And then it makes me feel like, are you pumping the numbers? Because was anybody else as excited to see? Now, granted, my weekend was busy. Pfft, you like, you we were, did have a you did have we, a busy weekend. We were celebrating. And I'm not going to lie. Maybe that's why I didn't rush to go see it. But I almost forgot that it came out until I seen The Rock pop up on my Instagram. Well, I mean, it was it was again, they said in the article that I did, like kind of talking about Red Notice and kind of pivoting over that way. They said that they were that they'd been marketing it and that they had been really pushing it. But to be honest with you, like I didn't really see any major marketing efforts until the week of its release. Now, maybe that's just me and where my head is at. And again, we live in South Dakota, so maybe some of this marketing stuff isn't touching us as much. Which we're realizing is a thing for people that do listen to us. Oh, for sure. The way that they market things, and maybe it's a vermilion thing. If we lived in Sioux Falls, which is no more than an hour away from us, or Sioux City, I I think that the the algorithm would hit us differently. For sure. Legitimately, while we're here in vermilion, I do not see a lot of... I also don't have cable, so keep that yeah, in mind. Neither do I. But I don't see a lot of commercials and a lot of announcements or a lot of anything about any of these movies that come out. It just goes off of what we know 
is coming right because we follow the our local theater on facebook yeah well and i think even to that point though like we don't have cable but like netflix yeah every time they opened it when they have a new release they always play the trailer and you can click on it to find more information about mm-hmm. when it's like gonna drop or what have you they didn't do any of that and i know because Brittany is is like loves netflix because it has murder shows on it um and that's watch, just, watch your back i gotta be careful you're never yeah. finding my body everybody yeah, just yeah. a heads up you're never gonna find I'm it peter doug and brian this is Where now films in black films <laughs> in black because doug died and brian's <laughs> brian's having a kid so um two so opposite that, ends of the spectrum <laughs> very life and death that's exactly films films with life and death um yep. so we <laughs> wow. maybe people with no longer here's the well hold on yeah. remember your point hold it hold on to i got it i've got it right here People, when I say that I have a podcast and it's called Films in Black and White, yep. please do not follow up segments in the paper that I love. And I love our newspapers. Yeah. I love the Volant and I love, oh God, what's the other one for the city? Uh, plain um, Talk. Plain Talk. Love Plain yep. Talk. I read an article that I didn't know I was in. It was about okay. that banquet that we went to, right? Yeah. Because my landlord, I told my landlord, you know, I want to go pay my rent. And she was like, yeah. oh, congratulations on that article. I saw it like a month ago. And I was like, oh, I was thinking it was something in the Volant. And she was like, no, it was in Plain Talk. I said, Plain Talk has never written about me before, <laughs> right. as far as I know. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh, shit. I don't know if this is good Uh-oh. or bad. She was like, yeah, it talks about you singing in the hallway. All this I was like, I need to go find this article. Mind you, yeah. it was like a month ago. So I go on my phone and go to the Plain Talk website and look up the article. It's about the banquet. And they were saying yeah. how they, you know, talking to people and like what they thought of me. So I, of course, I listed. I look. I have a podcast called Films in Black and White. That it says that Marcus has a podcast where he talks about black and white movies. That's not what not, this podcast that is. Not is what about. this is. That is that not is, what this is about. I've had to answer that question more times than I care to. Of like, oh, so you only talk about like black and white movies? No, no, man. Look at our pictures. It's Figure black. it out. Like. <laughs> Put two and two together. Yeah, come on. Don't don't make me do the work for you. Like just do your bright orange icon, bright orange pictures. Yeah, because when you see our logo, you know what that screams? Turner Classic Movies, (laughs) black and white. Like that. (laughs) You know us. Like no. You know us. Uh, It just blows me every time. But sorry, go ahead. Get back to your point. Here's my point. My point is is that it feels as if you log in and you had a choice to be able to pitch it and market it that way, but they didn't even do that. So I'm just kind of confused, I guess a little bit on, on the marketing and this is relevant to Disney plus stuff. All of these marketing things are so maybe they're just not worried about the star Wars stuff, making money. Maybe they're saving their budget to go to put on book of Boba Fett. Maybe red notice was they wanted, you know, maybe they just thought the Dwayne, the rock Johnson hype train would get everybody on board, which again, Anything that man touches, that man wakes up and he pisses gold. Like, I swear to God, he pisses in a bottle because there's no bathroom in his gym. But that's a different story. That's a whole different story. Actually, I think it just sweats out. So don't No, No, that's a real story. Is it really? No. Yes. He he, in the Iron Paradise, he talks about how it has no gym. And somebody posted or zoomed in in a picture and it was a water bottle with yellow liquid in it. And it was like, oh, the rock pees in a water bottle. And he was like, yes, this is a true story. This I man, old, like old this water man is an animal that should not be taunted. <laughs> like he is, you know, when you go to the zoo and you're like, I'm going to fuck with the, I'm going to fuck with the gorillas. Don't fuck, Don't with, fuck with this one. This that one man posted a random picture of like, yeah, I had to rip my gate off because I couldn't get out the house this morning. A fucking like, iron gate out of a brick wall. Or he always takes these pictures. 
You know, his shoulders and biceps are impressive. His, his thighs, fucking legs are what scare the shit out of me. Um, if he put you in a fucking, what is that wrestling uh, like move? A, like a figure four leg lock? He is breaking my legs. Jesus like, that Christ. is exactly what's happening. That's a, that's that's ridiculous. But I feel, I mean, and maybe that was what the success of Red Notice was all about. It had the hype train that was going to be along yeah. with it, and he brought put it on his back, and he carried it, and, and Ryan Reynolds did yeah. his fair shot. Everybody did their shot, but it just felt a little bit quiet, so I guess I'm a little surprised by those numbers, and I'm surprised at disney and and how they marketed stuff too because yeah. that twitter feed on their disney plus announcement was a nightmare because it was just a series of like 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 tweets after the main tweet they made one big announcement and then after that it was like oh and by the way chip and dale's coming out and then after that it was entire pinocchio is coming out like and they just had so many different announcements yeah and and i'll say this is the last thing about the marketing thing I don't want us, and I think Eternals kind of did the same thing, and maybe mm-hmm. this is just a weird pattern that I'm making up in my head, which is very well possible because I'm I'm wild. Sure. But I don't want movies to get so dependent on the star power again that sure. they stop they stop giving effort in the marketing. Yeah, um, it's working. This is working. This is what's working for Spider Man. They yeah. don't have to do shit. No. Spider Man trends every other week when a new rumor pops up, and and yeah. like. I'm pretty sure somebody has listed the in and outs of what's going to happen in that movie. And guess what? People are still going to watch it. With oh, weird notice, though, yeah. you have Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and The Rock. I think that those three personalities, for all that it's worth, mm-hmm. not to mention the post promo when they have to go in there, like journalist runs yeah. and all this other shit they have to do, right? Yep. That people relied on these three. Ryan Reynolds is going to go to Twitter. He's going to do his thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The Rock is going to do his thing on Instagram because fuck, The Rock has a good, really good Instagram and he knows he's doing really how to good. sell it. Gal Gadot, I'm not really familiar with. She's a little bit quieter. I haven't seen her post yeah. as much as. So, of others but she's wonder woman and people that's know true. that and it's like okay you got gal gadot with these two guys that's what you said it on eternals had an all-star cast that really for the most part you didn't really get to see like all of their acting abilities yeah. in this movie right but it still was a you know that it's a marvel property with an all-star cast yeah i just don't want people getting so caught up in Ewan mcgregor star wars it's Ian McGregor coming back to an Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, and you have Hayden Christensen coming back to which is a huge announcement. And I am beyond excited about one of those yeah. still images where it shows potentially one of the Inquisitors. Which a while back I really got into the Darth Vader um, Marvel comic series, you did. You did. and that was really cool to see that story play out. So it it got everybody, including myself, excited to see that. So yeah, you're right. Like I don't want anybody to skimp on those marketing efforts because. Yeah. one don't just don't just associate things and permanently associate them that way mm-hmm. and two come on studios help these guys out like some of these folks are not a part of a generation that is deep into social media and they need some help in trying to figure it and they have publicists work with their publicists like this shouldn't be as hard as it is to get some hype built up around a movie i mean all you have to do apparently is say mephisto is in it and every motherfucker is going to retweet that if we retweet that till the like, day comes home and don't and don't assume just because we're on streaming now that your marketing efforts mm-hmm. now have to be lessened because no. when movie time you go all out. But just because it's streaming and people are at home, everybody's streaming. You right. need to do just as much, if not more, to get your specific movie yeah. in front of people on whatever platform. Because when you said coming to theaters, the theater was it felt like a one central location you could go to. It was mm-hmm. a building, right? Yeah. You go to whatever theater is your favorite, and yeah. this movie is going to be out. Yeah. This one is. 
I have seven different streaming services mm-hmm. and I have three hit movies coming out on three separate of out of those seven, three all of on those the same platforms, weekend, all on the same weekend. How do I get my specific audience and demographic, which is even harder to tell nowadays? Like yeah. if you're in an urban area, you have an urban demographic and your commercials will lean more urban. The music right. will, we all have, we've talked about this before. Right. But when you are on a streaming site, how do you get those same demographics down and how do you determine who's watching what and who's missing what? Right. And remember how many people are paying the extra $2 to not see the ads. Right. Like right. you have to come up with ways to integrate this and to get it out in front of eyes. Right. And the other thing to keep in mind, especially now, is unfortunately Christmas season, although Thanksgiving has <laughs> not mean, happened, unfortunately? Is, 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 is in full swing and market and now businesses are in this game too so it's not oh, just yeah. about your entertainment it's about thinking about the the holiday that's coming up oh, yeah. add on top of that that covid restrictions are coming dialing back in some places mm-hmm. and you have a, a thing of people's attention spans are shorter they're not a captive audience anymore you can't trot out the same way you were doing no, it no, no, you no, have no. to do something different or people are going to miss it and and everybody will will suffer as a result yep so yep. But you brought up Marvel, so yes. I think the the Disney Plus conversation is relevant to Marvel because mm-hmm. Marvel's Disney Plus shows had quite a field day, and they have a shitload of announcements of yeah. that. So I'm curious about what your thoughts are because I want to pull up the um, all of the different announcements of things that they have coming out. Here's here's what though I don't even know where to start. The, the the number one thing that I think caught my attention was Moon Knight. Yes. Um, and, and it's because, once again, I don't know anything about this, um, but I was still excited about it. And She-Hulk. Yes. Um, She-Hulk and Moon Knight were really the two that caught my attention big time. Sure. Yeah. Um, because I like the way that, let's start with She-Hulk. They didn't, they did a great job at teasing her. Mm-hmm. They, they did not show full on full green She-Hulk, right? No. Um, they did a great job. And what I really like the most is is how they're going about the series. She's a lawyer. And sure. the way that they do, I don't even, is it like Sex in the City meets, uh, I'm trying to think of a nice good lawyer TV show. But it, it but it gives you that kind of comedic yeah. lawyer like vibe. Almost right? like an Ally McBeal style fourth wall yeah, breaking. Except, yeah. Except when she gets mad, she turns into a rage monster. Yeah, there you go. Good job. Yeah. I yeah. think that was good. Yeah. And so you see that the Hulk is in here, his arm is healed. Um mm-hmm. She Hulk is obviously in this. And then Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige. I don't Kevin Feige. I don't know. I think what, it's Feige. Is it Feige? I've seen, I feel like it's Feige. Kevin yeah. Feige. You know, was talking about how he's excited because she's a lawyer and where you never know who's going to pop up in that series because That's she's true. a lawyer that is specific to um, like superhero metahuman yeah. issues. Right. So yeah. imagine having a lawyer for all of your favorite superheroes and this being like that crossing to see Falcon or I mean, uh, sorry, Captain America now, um, yeah. Captain America taking a stand over something that happens and she's got to be the lawyer to defend it. Yeah. Like, it's so much potential in that. And then the thing yeah. that I liked about Moon Knight was it's something new. I have no yeah, idea what's going new. on. I'm kind of familiar. Not real. I'm not even going to say I'm kind of familiar. I have an understanding of Moon Knight's past yeah. and um and what goes on with him. But other than that, I just like seeing Oscar Isaac um mm-hmm. in that role. Is that his name? No, it's uh yeah, no, it's Oscar Isaac. You're right. I, Oscar Isaac. I, I keep getting confused with Leto from Goddamn Doom. No, it is Leto from Dune. Is that not Oscar? Right? Oh, you mean his name? His name. I keep getting yeah. his name is is Leto. And then I want to call as, him, but, you know, as Leto. Jesus, that's really funny. Yeah, I was that. 
I was really intrigued by Moon Knight because I read a couple of Moon Knight comics via the Marvel Unlimited app back when this first got announced because I was like, well, I don't know anything. Yeah. Let me start somewhere. And dude, he's raw. Like he's a gritty yeah. superhero. He does not. This isn't like he he punches a couple guys in the face and then they all go home. They go back home. He goes back home like this dude's out here cutting people up yeah. and like yeah. really and again putting himself through that level of damage too so i'm very intrigued by that so the full slate of announcements they announced on disney plus day was they announced a secret invasion series a marvel zombie series an agatha house of harkness series Ironheart, i am groot spider-man freshman year echo what if season two miss marvel she hulk moon knight and X-Men 97. X-Men 97. Oh, I forgot that they reannounced that. I That's really interesting. And I heard that the is the original cast is coming back in addition to some new yeah, some new voices in there too. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I like that idea. I also thought that they're I mean, I think they had like six I think they had so this was 12 different images and it was yeah. all like black background with a font of the <laughs> a font of the of the logo. Yes. Font but reveal. That, but that X-Men 97 one, they were like, oh, fuck, we've done this. Give it to give it to Dave's cousin. He generates a lot of memes <laughs> because that one is literally Wolverine sitting in his bed yes. looking at an image. Yeah. And in the show, it's Wolverine looking at Scott and um, Gene. But yep. then they cut to what he's looking at and he's looking at the, to the logo for X-Men 97. Yeah. So that one like just doesn't fit. But they need to do more of that because I thought that was hilarious. That was a lot. That was a lot. I feel yeah. like that was better execution than than the yeah oh than the Kenobi than the yeah. Kenobi reveal oh for sure but I'm excited I mean there are a couple of these that I think are going to be interesting the Marvel Zombies one could be interesting I mean obviously they're leaning into the popularity of that uh, that episode and what if um, they I think Ironheart could be really good depending on how it's executed I think uh, all of yeah. these could be really good the only one that I'm and they're going to be people who don't like me as a result no. of saying this. The only one that I'm not super like understanding is Agatha house of Harkness. I yes. don't, I don't want to be that guy, yeah. but that one feels like a, well, everybody really loved the song. So let's give them more of that. Like yeah. I, that like it that wasn't me. in the original plans. No, like, like it was not in the original plans, but then you realize, Oh, this person's a hit. Yeah. You should give them a series. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious as to what they're going to cover and who knows. I mean, I'm not, I don't I don't need to know now. I can I can I am capable of wonder and being able to figure this out. Um, but wonder. I'm genuinely kind of curious as to what this all looks like. Here's I'm I pulled it up, so now I'm looking at it. Here's what's interesting, just going off real, real quick. Yeah. What if season two did not watch season one? Probably will not watch it. Um, Miss Marvel was interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I am I am really interested in Miss Marvel because I know that the marvels is coming out yep. after that and so yeah. um that's going to be really interesting like i said she hulk is good moon knight x-men 97 echo echo's interesting because i feel like you cannot do an echo without doing a daredevil i um, also feel that way you there's no way you do echo without at least mentioning or reintroducing yeah. daredevil and if daredevil is in spider-man far from home then that that it's clear that he's going to be well and even his connection to like she hulk apparently there's yes. a rumor flying around that um she hulk and charlie cox's character from daredevil apparently have relations mm, like which it. is which it's is kinky. interesting that's kinky i mean um i mean hey, whatever, like does, green, whatever does it man green Some, and red christmas christmas season 
some some dudes like to be yelled at. And that's some fine. Dudes like to be yelled at and thrown against <laughs> the wall. That's my kink. Um, break my neck. Why don't you? Um, one of the things I don't like. Ironheart excited for. You better do it the fuck right. I swear to Jesus, <laughs> you better do it right. Right. Like I see Marvel. I see your. I, I want to say this, Marvel. I see your attempt at diversifying things, and I appreciate. I it. Absolutely do. I, I absolutely appreciate it. it. But I need you to do better than you did with Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I'm sorry. Absolutely. With a black female lead and a young black female lead, I need you to be ready. I just, that's it. That's all I'm saying. Um, The other thing is, I am group. Not excited about that. And please stop making shit like this. I I know that that's not, I may not be the audience for that, but I am not excited about um, I am group. And Marvel Zombies, I could care less. Um, Secret Invasion I thought was cool and the reveal of Samuel yeah. Jackson. Samuel Jackson looks gritty. I think that that could be really cool and Secret Invasion is a really cool storyline yeah. so I think there's, there's stuff that they could do with that. Yeah. To your point about the like I, to your point about the like Ironheart series I agree. But don't Please don't fuck this up. Like please don't make this a nightmare. And I what makes me like a little bit worried is apparently like <laughs> Malcolm Malcolm Spellman. He was a head writer and executive producer for Falcon and the Witter Soldier. They were doing some like interview with him, and apparently he said in a quote, he we are going to put him through the ringer to make him earn the Captain America title. And part of me is like, oh man, please don't say that. Like, please don't say that. Like, it feels like they were. First of all, I'm asking them what the fuck was the series about. I'm right. sorry. We're not supposed to be going on tangents. You, this is this is relevant. So you tangent away, sir. I, I feel like um okay. What the fuck was the series about? Let's just go ahead and break it. I down. mean Let me fix my microphone. What the fuck was the series about? You put them through all that shit for what? Like what so and so you really want to and it feels like they are trying to answer questions ahead of what people are thinking, and yeah. it's putting them in a bad situation. I don't think anybody gave a fuck that he did not have a serum. So it feels like you're trying to prove why he should still be Captain America even when he doesn't have a serum. We have comic books. We understand that, like, right. we know who Sam is. Stop trying to answer our questions before we get there. No, but I don't want to see that story. I don't want to see a black Captain America continue to struggle because he doesn't have a serum. That shit was already mentioned before. Right. That's old. That's old shit. Give me something different and trust me to figure it out. Like you don't need me to spell it out. The exact quote is shit, right? The exact quote is what happens with this guy who announces public publicly kind of without support. I'm the new Captain America. What happens next? I think is a fascinating because he's a guy. He's a guy. He's the guy with wings and shield, but he is a guy. So we're going to put him through the ringer and make him earn it and see what happens when he is outweighed, outclassed and out everything. And part of me is like, He's black. He's black. He got to deal with all this shit already, man. Like, this is a story we've heard before. Like, can we not with this? Can you just skip that part? Like, I get it. And if you want to make that the reoccurring theme, like if you want to make that a subtext of like, remember, he doesn't have a serum. So everything is a little extra hard. That's fine. That's going to be there no matter what. But you can't build the entire story around. We're going to make him earn it. Fuck that, man. Like, I don't want to watch him earn it. Because right. he didn't want it in the first place. Then he realized he <laughs> had to take it. So right. why the fuck are you making me go through something? Which is just further proves my point that that series was ass. I'm sorry. I did not enjoy 90%. I mean, there were poor moments. There, there were episodes there were that were good. 
but that the finale left me with Terrible. such a bad taste in my Terrible. mouth that I it's hard for me to make my way back from that. Like John I Walker, really did not enjoy the John the Walker was a piece of shit and was not was not the best version of that villain that he could have been. But I understand why when it ended was because you were using him to set him up for something else. And then the relationship between Bucky and Sam amazing but I, but i think that's because they have good off-screen chemistry i so, think you're like, right that was natural everything oh god anyway please just get iron heart right this please. is your chance to get it right and this is somebody that's going to be taking up the iron man mantle to an extent yeah that's going to be even an even harder act to follow because tony sacrificed him fucking self yeah yeah so 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 you have to get this shit right i'm sorry i'm done i'm done no. talking go ahead that's that's very good. All of that is good points. And I completely agree is that there's some, there's got to be some nuance with these things going forward. Um, and I'm excited to see them. Ironheart's a cool story. They're all yes. all of these stories will have some sort of merit. I'm a little confused by Agatha Har Agatha House of Harkness. Am I still going to watch it? 100 percent. No doubt in my mind. I'm absolutely going to watch it. Maybe. Um, but that's really I mean. Other things from Disney Plus, I mean, you got some Disney announcements like Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto, which fuck I mean, me. That sounds that, that sounds very interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That just makes, one of those things I heard and I was like, yep, that makes sense. Yeah, uh huh. He's not yeah. already Geppetto. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was Disney Plus Day. I think in terms, if I can like put a bow on the bow on the Disney Plus conversation. I think in terms of fandom versus Disney plus day fandom did it better. Um, I think they had a better rollout. I think they kept it to one day, but I think if you really want to build some hype Disney and there's no reason why they can't do this. I mean, I think maybe the only reason why they couldn't is because it followed um, it followed fandom. But if they had come first and Disney plus day came before fandom, oh, be they wild. probably would have had some sort of streaming event, but mm -hmm. I'm sure they didn't want to make it seem like they were following up. Plus theirs was on a Friday. Um, so we'll see what happens next year for Disney plus day with it being on a Saturday. Cause maybe it'll be, there'll be a live stream where they can get more audiences. So I think it'll be curious. I think the other thing is the first, uh, it's the first no, it's the first like big, big announcement. Okay. Um, where they've okay. rolled out where they've made it like a formal event. Okay. Um, remember last year was right kind of at the middle of the pandemic and they were getting people jacked about mm, it. That's um, right. And they were sort of like saying, like, oh, thanks for celebrating with us. And then this year they're like, No, 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 like we can now, it's our second annual. This is something we can celebrate. <laughs> um, the other thing to keep in mind, everybody, for those of you really hungry for a Kenobi trailer to kind of again circle back and loop everything together. Kenobi. It could be, remember, we have their Disney Investor Day coming up in December. Oof. It could be that they want to show the trailer to the the, the Disney investors folk um, at that event, and they're saving the trailer for that rather than just doing it for Disney Plus Day, given how big it is and how important from a Star Wars perspective it is for that franchise going forward. So it could be that they leave it there. Who knows? Not exactly sure. Um but we'll find out. So anything else you wanted to add about Disney plus day? No, hell no. Okay. What do you have for news, sir? That was a long discussion, but what do you that got? Was... <clears throat> I think we all know at this point was about to crack. Listen, tomorrow, this, it'll be, this episode comes out Wednesday, so it should already be out. Yep. There's a new Spider-Man trailer that is coming. Yes. Um, and I just want to go ahead and get it out of the way. And just give our thoughts because there was a lot of discussion surrounding this yep. trailer. Um, mm -hmm. And there was a there was apparently a back and forth between 
I'm going to say Kevin Feige. I was going to say Marvel, but I feel like Kevin Feige just runs yeah. that portion. It's fair, of, it's fair it. to say it's fair to say Kevin Feige because he runs both the comic division and the Marvel Studios division. Yeah. I think it's fair for everybody to say. So Kevin had a conversation. Yes. I, and and <laughs> what I would I would give my left arm to have that for oh. DC. Yeah. Just to have somebody who's the lead with a singular vision yeah. and then expanding upon that vision um would be great. But anyway, um so Kevin, there was a there was discussion between Sony and Kevin, and apparently they changed what the trailer was gonna have in it at the last minute. Okay. Kevin wanted to reveal that it was Toby and that uh Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield were actually gonna be in the trailer. Okay. Um, and and like you were going to see them. Sony said, we don't want to do that reveal. We don't want you to reveal them. We don't want them to be in the trailer. So apparently that was like a lot of big back and forth. And huh. they decided to follow Sony's route where you will see, you'll hear them, but you will not see them huh. in the trailer. So all okay. we know, all we're, all we supposedly know is who all the villains are. And then there's a rumored six villain, which it could be anybody from Hobgoblin to goddamn, yeah. you pick Waterman, Hydro Man. I don't they know. Could it do could fucking, be anybody. I mean, they could do Morbius if they wanted to. They, they could, could do any. Of, they they could do any of these if they really wanted yes. to. And so the the trailer. I heard the trailer is about two minutes and fifty five minutes long, but the movie is two hours and forty nine minutes long. Forty nine minutes long. When when Tom Holland said this was like in game for him, I was like, you damn Skippy. I said they are telling some type of story in this Spider Man um, right. thing. They are. Not trying to Spider Man three, Spider Man three. If that makes I wanna, sense. I wanna circle back to that Tom Holland comment. Yes, because I think, I think where this feels like a clusterfuck is that I think it's just I, I don't know if people are trying to hide things, and this goes back to like who do you believe? And I think this is this highlights a point that I want to make of like, can we not spoil shit? Like, can mm. we just let can we just let some stuff sit and enjoy it for a minute? Um. And is that, enjoy is that in respect to is that in respect to his comment? Yeah, no, he made another comment that he mm -hmm. said Toby and Andrew aren't in it. Okay, and it was on Instagram circling about circling around. I think it was like a week and a half ago. He released a statement in an interview. He had two statements. He goes, "I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but I don't. I didn't. I don't think that they are as they're not as prevalent yeah. as people would hope that they are." Um, which again makes sense and then two he also said that this is gritty and raw and you see their characters go through things that he wouldn't wish your you wouldn't wish your friends to go through yeah and so it's hard for me to take that juxtaposition and like figure all of that out mm -hmm. so i'm kind of curious as to just how much stock do we put in and where are we going to put our faith do we put our faith in the actors who are in it? Do we put it in the studio to deliver the message? Or do at some point in time we just let this shit speak for itself? Great. That's a that's a great question. And I have no immediate answer. The cynical part that's of me fine. says this, right? Marvel covers all their bases. I think Marvel is much smarter than we think they are. And I also think Sony is much smarter than we think they are. Sure. Um, yes, than we think they are. Yes. So um, Marvel gives them multiple scripts. Yeah, and I think that one script does not include, or maybe they didn't tell them, that right? Toby and Andrew Garfield. One script has it, one script doesn't. So when anybody asks you, "Hey, is anybody in this film?" 
hey, my script did not have them in this film. And that's yeah. one. That's script A. But script B, damn sure got them in it. And script C, damn sure got them in it. And script D probably don't have them in it or has an right. alternate. You know what I mean? So I feel like they're trying to cover themselves. Yeah. But I absolutely agree that you should let it speak for itself. But I will play devil's advocate. Yes. And I want to have devil's advocate. a little bit. Because if you don't have these conversations beforehand, mm -hmm. is it then considered too much going on? Or did we have these discussions oh, enough question. leading up to this to then normalize we're liable to see anything or nothing? Because now you have sides Ooh. that are like, okay, um, not because because now we have sides that are like, okay, either yes, they're gonna be in it, there's gonna be three Spider-Man in this movie. Mm -hmm. Then you have the other side that is like, no, it's just gonna be Peter versus the villains. Sure. Either way, we know that there's going to be more than one of something, <laughs> whether sure. it's yeah. whether it's a villain or it's Spider-Man. I think when you mold these conversations like conditioning in any sport, you do it enough, then your mind kind of adjusts to yeah. whatever the fuck is going to happen on screen. You don't know. Right. So like, yeah, that's... is that fair or, you know, like, I just want to hear what you what your thoughts are. I mean, I think that's a fair question. I do think. I think Marvel is unfortunately, and I think some of these places that have um, these very vocal fandoms, I do think that there is a, an obligation to give the fans a heads up so yeah. that way they can start to prime themselves for it. Yeah. But then that leads me as much as I feel like they have to do that because otherwise people will just be They'll just be out there like roasting it. Right. Like they'll just be pissed off and tweeting like this sucks. This the studio let us down. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like this is a way for us to say we didn't let you down. You just chose to listen to just Tom or yeah. just us when in fact you needed to take all of this information and put it all together. And again, Tom's comment could have been a. I've gotten in trouble for running my mouth before. Yeah. So now I'm going to tell you the opposite of the truth. Yeah. So that way no one can accuse me of shit. Like it, it could be, that's the angle, but I think Marvel and I think DC and I think others are in an, anytime you're doing content that's inspired by source material that people deeply love, even Harry Potter to an extent, I think there are people who are going to be automatically disappointed if it isn't exactly as it appears oh, yeah. or as close to what they're expecting. Yeah. If I were a betting man based yeah. on Tom comment, Tom's comments and then the information you gave, you gave us, um, I think more than likely we will have villains tell their backstory of their battle with their Spider-Man. And that is how we will see them. I disagree. Okay. And I, and I love when we can disagree because I love it too. I, we usually spend a half usually, time like usually, good yeah. point. Good yeah, for we, us. We'll, we'll spend 30 <laughs> minutes patting each other on the back. Yeah. But, um, but <laughs> um, I do. It sounds like you said we're good at that. Like you, like, yeah, we are. Hey, good You're job. Pretty good at you. I like that. Good job. Um, not too much pressure. Not too soft. Not too rough. Um, yeah, so bit. what I feel like is we are going to see them, and okay. I and I think it's and once again, this is the I'm the business side of me. Okay, the business side of me says Marvel can hear me clearly. Marvel can do it. I mean, and and I've mentioned this before that it feels like Marvel is giving everything that they've ever wanted to do in live action. Mm -hmm. They're doing it. Oh, I think that's Disney's angle. I mean, we're seeing yes. a live action Pinocchio, and the last time they did yes. that, it was a shit show. So well, I think you're creepy, absolutely wasn't right. it? Yeah. yeah, it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas played Pinocchio, and it was just bonkers top to bottom. Yeah, that sounds nuts. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Marvel can do that. Yeah, and I feel like. 
Kevin Feige saw that meme of the three Spider-Man looking at each other, and they looked at the successes of Spider-Man into the into the Spider-Verse, and they said, "Let's do that." And it was, oh, and yeah. they called Toby and asked Toby how much to get you back in the suit. And Toby said, "Look, man, I'm trying to move on past that. This past my life, they gave him, they slid that number across that table. They said, "What about this number?" He said, "You got damn right. Let me start. Let me go on my diet right now." Slapped him like, "How dare you, sir?" <laughs> Like offended that it was that much money. <laughs> He's like, I, I think you left the extra zero or a Cheerio on the back end. He was like, no, 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 no. no. We can do that. Can and do it's that. like, Andrew Garfield, because who are you paying as your big dogs right now in Marvel? I mean. Tom Holland, one. Tom Holland. Benedict Cumberbatch, two. Yep. He's still in it. You're playing um, the character for Wong. You're Thor. an actor from Thor. You're paying. Um, okay, that was a stupid question. And never mind. There was, there's, too many there's a lot of people in there. I, the, right. Because I was thinking before, it was Chris Evans. It's it's Chris Evans. It's Robert Downey Jr. You have Scarlett Johansson. I think those are your previous like, big bills. Lord. I think your previous big bills. I think we're going to see an emergence of a new set. Oh, yes. But I was saying, like, are we paying anybody right now that actually needs the money? Like that, that they mean don't besides Toby Maguire for some reason, yeah, but it's like <laughs> Andrew Garfield, you just got out the suit like three days ago, so like just relax, buddy. You know, it's like that. I don't want to, I'm not trying to be right. rude, but I'm like, you recently yeah. just stopped being Spider Man, and that's because Sony fucked up and they they mm. know that they fucked up, right? Yeah. And so Andrew Garfield is getting another opportunity. We all love mm-hmm. Toby, but Toby's like, this could be the opportunity to wrap this shit up to be yeah. like. You, you ever wonder where I was after Spider Man three? I'm gonna show you exactly in this movie. Then shut the fuck up and leave. Either me alone. either either that or or it's what? a chance for him to get Sam Raimi's Spider Man four, no. which is what he's which is what Sa- Raimi's wanted to do. Don't tell Raimi is Raimi, Raimi let Raimi. Fuck. <laughs> I'm saying no, Toby. I feel like Toby is past <laughs> the Spider Man shit. I'm be honest with you. Okay. I feel like Toby is okay. past the Spider-Man shit. And if he, Toby did another movie, I will hop on this podcast and physically eat a boot. I will <laughs> eat a boot. I will physically come on this podcast on camera and eat a Timbaland boot. Okay? I mean, Toby McGuire is 46. He's Not dumb. that age has anything to do with it. I mean, the man looks perpetually 29. So he I don't think there's any worry there. But No, I just think that, you know, when you have these actor-actors, is what I consider Toby McGuire. Mm-hmm. When you have these actor-actors, they don't tend to want to cling on to the yeah. past that much. It's like if Leonardo, if Leonardo DiCaprio was just stuck in that one role and only known for that one thing, I think that that would piss him off. If, they kept if he was only known for Wolf of Wall Street roles or right. Wolf of Wall Street roles, right, yeah. right, they would, they would, he would be pissed and he would be like, "Bro, I, like I've done other things other than that." Yeah. And and I think this is a good opportunity to wrap up that shit with Toby Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield. You're either giving him a chance to be his own Spider-Man again in his own in this universe yeah. that maybe Sony has or doesn't have, but it sounds like Tom Holland is also talking like. Spider-Man is going to shift back over to to so yeah I'm talking too much. Here's what I'm here's, here's what I think that no, shit ain't happening. So they are going to be in that movie. I think that there's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be like good dialogue between like Toby, Tom, and yeah. because you it's a missed opportunity if you don't. I mean, I feel like you're absolutely right that right though. I feel like <laughs> I feel like. I feel like Kevin was like sitting at his house like you and I usually do, like on his bed, scrolling through yeah. like Instagram. And he saw a meme yep. of all three of them pointing and he was like, fuck, that's funny. And then he went, now, wait a minute. Like <laughs> he just like woke up that day and said, like, hold on now. 
And he yeah. turned to his wife. He's like, I could make this. And she was like, whatever. Go back to bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. That's how we got Spider-Man. And he, and he, went, he went into the office the next day. And he, he was called a big meeting. And he said, how many of you motherfuckers knew about this meme? And didn't tell me. And everybody was just like, <laughs> looking around like what the fuck? He's like, you know we can do this, right? And he's like, are you fucking serious? I want to meet. I want to meet the poor fucking guy who works in his office, who has to feel his wrath on a regular basis. The guy who's like, you want to do what? Oh, I mean, of course we can do it, but should we? You know, people are going to be pit- like the other guy on the other end of the phone. Yeah. His yeah. assistant who has to like type all his ramblings yeah. up to be yeah. like into something coherent to pitch to Disney. Like, I want to read the memoir because I want to see what his, his brain is like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So Kevin, Kevin, come on the pod. We'd love Please. to have you. We for love for the love you of the God. You know we're going to keep it real with you, Kev. Like, I, I just I, I just need to – I have to pick your brain because one person – Jesus Christ. One person leading all of these – not really alone, but there's right. somebody with a vision. Yeah. There's somebody who's been trusted to take you there, and he does it. So I hate this. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> I don't forget um, what we were talking about. God damn it. No, we were talking about – you know, whether or not they appear. Anyway, I think- Spider-Man trailer's coming out tomorrow. Um, the yeah. posters are terrible. Um, they I need somebody not- else to do the posters. And I don't know where we go after this. You know, and we talked about the rumor a long, long time ago that yep. it was going to be um, stages of Spider-Man. And, and, and the way Tom Holland is saying, like, I do think that this is the end of the high school Spider-Man we know and love. And will yeah. then lead into more of an adultish Peter Parker having to make because if you oh, think sure. about it, Peter hasn't had to make any really, really hard decisions yet. I think everything Spider-Man watches is being lighthearted. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think, the think other he loses is... somebody. Somebody dies. Oh, and I think I know who it is. But who you based think it on is? based on their like appearance in the marketing, and based on where they're at, and based on all of it, I think I know who dies. Who do you think? And I think it, I think it's Aunt May. I don't ah, think you ah. have. I don't think you have her after the third installment, and I think. That tragedy has to be a part of it. So I think Aunt May dies. That's a, as a that's result. a lot, Doug. You think so? I, I didn't go oh, there absolutely. at all. I went, I went with Ned. Um, no, I think I think Ned. I think Ned becomes. I could see Ned going one of two ways. I think he could either be injured and blame Peter, and then oh. be picked. Up. I think what happens is. I think that the villains from the other universes know that the key to Peter Parker is his family. Yeah. And I think they go directly for Aunt May. Um, Who's be, got the as all to kill Aunt May? Uh, oh, I oh, think Norman. God, I think I think Norman yeah. Osborn. That, that was a stupid question. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Norman Osborn does it. And I think in the process, he wounds Ned. And I think Ned looks at Peter and resents him for being so cavalier about putting him in that position without a choice but can he beat that i see I, well, this is gonna be a whole nother podcast it I, absolutely I, could be the way that it went down with mysterio yeah peter didn't ask for any of this no he did the only thing that sticks out in my head is peter didn't ask for any of this shit well but think about the escalation of loss right the excellent the escalation of loss is he's lost his mentor in tony the only escalation n- losing ned is I mean, no disrespect to Ned. Losing Ned is significantly less than that. If this is his endgame, the only person he can stand to 
lose is either Mary Jane, and they're not going to do that because Zendaya is a moneymaker, and I yeah. or they lose Aunt May. Or Happy, because let's think about it. Or if fucking Happy, happy too. And if just, Happy yeah. is a new version of Uncle Ben, let's say that because we have yeah. not had a discussion about where is Uncle Ben. Or we know where he is. May he rest in peace. Hopefully, no, we haven't. Hopefully, he's got him. And by the way, please go to TikTok and watch Doug's goddamn. Ghost Uncle, Ghost Uncle Ben TikToks are my favorite. (laughs) Ghost Uncle Ben are my favorite. I think somebody stole your TikTok. Actually, they did. They Um, did. Somebody stole Doug's TikTok, and and it blew up. But That's Doug funny. did it first, and I'm here to let you know that Doug absolutely it was did that shit first. I'm glad I could pi- provide an inspiration. That's how that no, fucking happened. No, 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 no. You sons of bitches, stop stealing. <laughs> like, that's the fucking problem. Or give credit to the original creator. That's well, Doug's going to play nice and give inspiration. Fuck all that. Give credit where credit is due. That's got true. It would be thieves. nice, but... It would be nice. But Fuck. you're right. Where's Uncle Ben? I think, and again, based off of the first trailer, which I rewatched today... You got to keep dying. Uh, 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 there is a... Happy is in a car with guns on him, like at one point oh. in time, like in the first trailer. Rewatch it. There are a bunch of laser sights on Happy, and he's sitting in a car with a bunch of laser sights on him, like somebody's trying to end his life. So there's something going on there. I really like Tom Holland as Spider Man. I really do too. I what genuinely I like. like him. And you know what scares the fuck out of me? Genuine? Huh. Him dating Zendaya in real life. I mean, it and it's because it could ruin the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Like, I understand why you fell in love with the son. I, I get oh, it. I don't buddy, blame you at all. Buddy, we, we absolutely get it. I don't blame you. And I think I told her in one of these episodes, I listen, and I need to apologize. I think I asked her to be an ottoman and sit on me or some, something. You like said that. that during the dude episode. The, you the, said that you would be an ottoman and you'd let her sit on you. <laughs> this. <laughs> This is the title of this episode is going to be this is the Zendaya apology episode. The uh, Zendaya I mean, apology episode. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that like that, but I did, but not the way that it came out. Um, That's fair. That's fair. But I see why you fell in love with her. Oh, for that. sure. But if shit goes wrong in real life and hopefully y'all got a strong enough relationship to be like, hey, we're just going to part, you know, we're going to part ways in a mutual. We can still keep it cool. Yeah. But fuck bro yeah i, I can't believe sure. he's gonna get a venom suit at the end of this shit and i'm kind of tired of these venom oh like God. everybody shut the fuck up the rumors we gotta get them to stop <laughs> like it just everybody sit down it's have a cup of co- have a cup of tea relax when You'll does this come fine. out again uh it comes out christmas or tomorrow the trailer no, the uh, movie, the actual movie. It comes out around Christmas in December. Yeah, the so trailer about they said comes out at 8.30 tomorrow, 8.30 p.m. tomorrow. Okay. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. They're, trying to, they're really trying to build enough hype on this. All right. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad. We'll see what that trailer reveals, and um, if we can hop on and talk about it and add it to the episode, we absolutely will. So stay tuned for more trailer breakdown. Um, I do want to pivot over to our friends over at DC because... Oh. There is another interesting announcement that I was kind of surprised to see come across my social feed. So we watched uh, The Eternals last week, as I mentioned before, and Barry Keegan played Druig and Barry Keegan did an awesome job as Druig. But there is a again, the rumor mill is spinning. I broke the rumor on the last episode, everybody. You at the yes. end of I broke it at the end of the podcast. Yeah, of last episode of the Eternals review. 
Yeah. So more of this stuff kind of came out and I want to dive into it. So Eric Keegan, which is the brother of Barry Keegan, reacted to a so a reacted posted a reaction to a fan art as his brother is Joker. And he goes, so it's finally out. My brother is playing the Joker in the new Batman. Unreal stuff. And when they asked Barry Keegan about it, he was like, oh, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that yet. So he didn't like he didn't like uh, he didn't spell it. He didn't yeah. be like sit there and be like deny it. He just said we can't talk about it. So one, is there any validity to this right off the jump? And then two, if there is, what are your thoughts on Barry Keegan playing the Joker? Here's my thoughts. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know much about Barry Keegan outside of the Eternals. That was my introduction into it. But yeah. I feel like he could play a crazy motherfucker, and that's that's what I like. Because yeah. Drew was Drew was like on the verge of crazy. Um, um yeah. And, and I like the age matchup as well with Robert Pattinson. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I find most appealing because sometimes you get like a, either an older Joker or you get this kind of a younger Joker, but this one is like two of the young. You get a young Joker, young Batman, and watching them hopefully evolve over time with each other yeah. over the span of a couple Matt Reeves movies, right? Um, yeah. And I and I bet I bet that this guy comes in at the end, um, oh. at the very end of it'll this be movie. just it'll just be like the how Nolan's Batman ended, like you'll yeah. see him or calling card or something. Yeah. So because they yeah. said he plays a, it's he's supposed to start off as a cop, and oh, then sure. he then becomes the Joker or starts off as something else. And then becomes okay. the Joker. Interesting. That was the rumor, but I do like it. I like it. That I was the bottom line. Because first of all, the way that this Matt Reeves movie is looking, goddammit, from that second trailer, this as much as I watched the first one, I've watched the second one twice as much. It's beautiful. Like it's it ridiculous. is ridiculous. So pretty. Like that movie is gonna be absolutely gorgeous. And I am absolutely here for Hollywood making the decision to make all of their movies look this good yes. the eternals look yeah. awesome yeah like nomad land looks mm -hmm. awesome like all of these movies are in the cinematography is they're really leaning into the power of their cameras and making sure that everything looks gorgeous um and not even like just the cgi just the way the shots are framed and and, and taking risks and when they shoot all of this stuff i'm absolutely here for so um but yeah, I mean, I, I, I could be here for a Barry Keegan Joker. I, I'm kind of curious to see again how the rumor mill spins over the course of the next, you know, few months, years until this movie comes out. So I'll be curious to see what happens. But how do you find out? How do you mistake that though? Because uh, there's already a Riddler, so I could see how you could, yeah, possibly get those two confused if a Riddler wasn't in this movie. Right. But how do you, you know, how do you, and I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. But I, the, the only thing I can I'm see excited. is that the, the angle of getting him in there is the Riddler puts Batman in a point of weakness and other villains will see like, oh, well, he, there are ways that we can get to him. And so, or the Riddler makes Batman much more aware of some of the other villains that take mm -hmm. place in the cities. Just he was the first one to do it big. So it'll I be interesting. That, I hope that there's a punchline where it's like, oh, you thought riddles would get it done. 
it's jokes indeed. Or, yeah. Like, or something <laughs> stupid like that. And I'd be like, I'm like, fuck, that was so corny. But God damn it. That, was that would be really cool. I would. Yeah. One of those moments where you're like, oh, I fucking love it. And hate it. <laughs> like, it's just, those are one of those moments where like, I hear sometimes a line and I'm like, oh, fuck you. That was yeah. good. Like, like, why did mad that about it. Me? Yeah. Like, did I really like that? Did that just give me chills? Like, fuck me. I yep, hate me. It did. God damn it. Shit. Um, yeah, but that was that, that was the other piece of news I had. What else you got? Yeah. Um, you know, really honestly, it's not a lot for me. I'm going down the feed. Um, I'll pick something random for you. I right have here. something else. If I have something else pre all all queued up. Okay, well, yeah, go ahead if you want so to. So let's yeah. talk about Ridley Scott for a minute. So Please. Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott not is me. a director. Um, he has directed some outstanding movies. Um, uh, Gladiator. Uh, Alien, Blade Runner, just to name a few. Um, but he came out recently, um, and they, he came out recently in an interview, and he said the best films are driven by the characters and will come to superheroes after this if you want because I'll crush it. I'll fucking crush it. They're fucking boring as shit. And so he went out to talk about how he thinks these superhero movies that we just spent the better part of an hour talking about are are boring as shit and that there's, they don't have any character and they're just basically flash. And this is also similar to, and I, the reason why I bring this up is um, I had somebody who I asked a question on my TikTok today, asking people to what they may want to have us chat about. And one of our listeners coming to us all the way from across the pond in Ireland said, wanted to talk about the debate as to whether or not superhero movies are destroying cinema in the words of Martin Scorsese. Um, and so I think Ridley Scott's comments compared combined with Martin Scorsese's comments bring up an interesting discussion. Do superhero movies have a presence in the same echelon as movies like alien or as movies like gladiator or are they fodder to be kind of ignored and not focused on? I'm pretty sure somebody said the same thing about Alien when Alien came out in comparison to the other movies that were coming out at that time. Yeah. So, like, I don't think that it's fair. And I think that superhero movies is the thing right now in whatever way that people depict superhero movies, whether that's something more realistic like sure. uh, The Boys, um, maybe a little sure. bit more graphic like The Boys, or if it's something it's like Zack Snyder's... Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, where it takes yeah. you know a little bit more to dive in depth, or if it's something more lighthearted like old MCU, new MCU is a little bit more heavy, a little yeah. bit heavier. Yeah. But when 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 superhero movies were first coming out, it was a little bit more lighthearted. Then they started telling more more stories. I think if the, I think if he's saying this about the first Avengers, I think his comments are fair. I don't yeah. agree with them, but I think they're fair. Yeah. I think the the genre has evolved over time mm -hmm. from even the um the brandon routh superman movie yes. like was that superman returns superman yep it was yeah so, so when was. superman returns i think even that one you have to look at that and go like okay i mean it's good but okay i get it. okay fine it's fair but i just i think that if you look at these movies as they are now i feel like it's hard to say that because i do think that there is a point that you're making marcus of like at some point in time no one knew Star Wars was going to be Star Wars. I mean, shit, yeah. George Lucas thought that it was going to be a flop. Yeah. Like, George Lucas never expected that to, to go beyond one, and then people loved it. So, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think there's a conversation here somewhere around, <laughs> one, um, 
gatekeeping a little bit. Like I, I Ridley Scott is a phenomenal director. He's a, he can tell these stories and develop these characters really, really well, but I don't necessarily think that it's fair for him to tell me what is good cinema and what isn't. I feel like we, as an audience, if we connect with them, if we're connecting with the story that's unfolding on screen, isn't it, isn't that all that matters? Like at some point in time, like I think I every, I, as, as someone who loves all movies, I know that this episode we've been very um, superhero movie focused, but I mm -hmm. think as someone who appreciates all movies, I think they all have some place. It's just kind of what, yeah. I think they all have some place because they all tell a different story um, and they're all unique. And there is a part of this of saying like or having art inspiring future art. I mean, if we, I'm sure people said this about hip hop in the nineties after yeah. listening to it in the eighties, right? Like, well, who the fuck is this new kid called Dr. Dre? He's not allowed to tell us how I don't like this because this is what I grew up with. And you keep yeah. going back and you keep playing that. And you're, there's always going to be a place for the OGs on the shelf. But at some point in time, people are allowed to say, you know, I read this comic. I grew up with it. I loved it. I want to see that play out on screen because that's a unique story. And I think I could put a cool spin on it. I don't know. I, I just I I there are moments where I see what he's saying. I mean, it is there's a lot to keep a track of. And it does seem to be the pop culture hit right now. But even pop music has a place in music. Here's the thing. Mm, I love and I loved all the points you made. Yeah. And this, and this I said that I love all the points you made, period. Here's my other thing. Yes. Come up with something original then. Yeah, because I feel like when's the last time we've seen an, a good original concept movie? Sure. Being done. What's what's happening? And I'll defend comic books because fuck, I, I read comic books. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like growing up, it was always like, man, I would love to see this on like if real if it was real yeah. life. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I, what's what's being ha what's happening is we're having the opportunity to recreate not only the classics and our favorites of people growing up because nostalgia is a hot it's a hot button and it's an easy sale right yeah a lot of people watching they know that they used to read these comic books they used to read these characters and whether or not they like them or don't you get you still get to grow with them over the span of at least a trilogy right, right. yeah so you have some kind of relation to these characters um we're just seeing these comic books just come to life and jump off the page and just and then get recreated yeah. and fit into a modern time um so i feel like you just cannot judge movies like that and no. and i don't understand and granted ridley scott and and also the director for dune also kind of said the same thing Dennis Villanueva. yeah like I've, until you come into this arena don't tell us how to do our job like that's fine and doug is right that was a great analogy there's always space for the ogs on the shelf but i don't want to always watch the og shit i'm sorry yeah. and it's not enough people creating non-superhero movies or not you know what i mean like right. original content that was just as good as what y'all used to make right and what but what's hot right now is hot right now but right. will the super the superhero fandom will probably die down maybe another 10 years from now Marvel i think is, yeah we are it, getting it has kind to. of we are it does feel like we're getting to our saturation point we are getting to a point where but i think fuck like and i know i accuse fans of demanding too much of studios but to be fair like they liked the avengers story and then they kept saying like great we don't want that anymore do right. better and what right. did they do they said you want better we can do better here's right. the eternals 
Right. It's shot better. It's a character piece. It looks better. Yeah. Like it's that's exactly what this is. And we're we keep saying that of like we like this, but now we want you to do it better. Mm -hmm. This is innovation that you're not seeing anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I if 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 his argument is this isn't an original story, come up with a different argument because these days, what the fuck is? That, and 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 you're right. It's hard to see progress in progress. Yeah. Um. And, and and I think that's with anything we look at life. This feels like the hardest moment in all of my years of living. The yes. past three to five years. Well, the past three. three yeah, three for to five sure. years three have felt sure. like the hardest. It felt it felt like the hardest, but when I look back on life, eventually at some point on the mm -hmm. other side, I'll say, "Damn, I really appreciated the moments I had in those." And I feel like for these directors, if they haven't already, actually sit and watch the movies that the people are watching and see why they're so popular. I don't understand yeah. how you don't watch the first part that leads up to Endgame, or like how do you not watch Infinity War and Endgame and everything that leads up to those two moments and say that there's nothing there. Right. Infinity War was the most beautiful movie yeah. that still to this day was the only first was one of the first movies to leave me like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Armageddon was one of the first ones when they when they died on the Astro when Bruce Willis died. I was like, wait a minute, oh, y'all killing main characters? I was like, what the yeah. fuck? When we start yeah. doing that in movies. Yeah. And then um Infinity War when the snap happened and that was the end of the movie. Yeah. That that Peter that scene where Spider Man disappears into yeah, dust, where yeah. Tom has that conversation of like I don't feel right, don't that feel was good. heartbreaking. That's that's good acting. Like that's and they they can only write that they can only act that way if it's written that way and directed yes. that way. Somebody's got to bring that shit to life. Which I was oh sorry, uh, this was the other point. I feel like you're discrediting the people in the movie, producing the movie, writing these movies. Right. And all of their talents because it is a because the genre says superhero movie. You're right. discrediting the actors that bring that shit to life, the writers and, and everything else that trickles down. You discredit you're you're not even giving them full credit for the work that they do already. How is that right. fucking that that's ungrateful? I don't think that that's fair. That feels very unfair. And I think there's two points that I want to make to kind of follow up on that. To your point, and which I think is a good one. Remember back when Leonardo DiCaprio first arrived on the scene? They're like, look at this heartthrob. Yeah. He is going to be cast as the dreamy main character in every single movie that he is in. And then at one point in time, he said, I don't want to fucking do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And he did the aviator. And then he was on this upward trajectory of now being associated with Martin Scorsese and quality cinema. Same fucking thing with Matthew McConaughey. He was That's in, true. I mean, if you listen That's to him true. talk about it, he was like, I was in a streak where I did 10 rom-coms like mm -hmm. back to back. And did I you woke to that up. Ear biscuits episode? Yes, I did. And it's yeah, amazing. That's what it is. Yeah, it um, was good. That was good. He did like 10 of those. And then one day he goes, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And he waited like what two years before he got more, got another job be simply because he was like, I just don't want to do it anymore. He goes, I don't look back on that and say, I don't appreciate that. And it, it got me where I'm at. It made me my bread. It got me my bread. I'm good with mm -hmm. it, but I want to do something different. I think the same thing applies here. We have to, I, I don't <sighs> want actors who, who make the decision to be in these, mm -hmm. I don't want them to be ridiculed for making a decision to earn their money doing something that they love. Easy. Acting. Easy. Because how do you discredit Angelina Jolie? Oh, you do can't. You, do you then discredit everything she's done before that? I don't. 
Can't like, see how you could. I just don't feel like I just it's just not fair to me. When Matt Reeves is putting out a trailer that looks like it's already gonna get awards for its fucking movie. Right. And and what and what directors are saying is I want to make something more realistic from Zack Snyder to um to Matt Reeves. They want to make superheroes that are more realistic. Yeah. And and I think that we're getting that. We're getting heroes with more heart, making realistic decisions. Right. Well, and I think the other thing to consider is like like Matt Reeves, for example. <laughs> Matt Reeves probably looks up to Ridley Scott because probably, at some point yes, Matt, Matt Reeves is 55 point. years old. Matt Reeves was 55 years old. He was born in 66. It means he grew up. What made him to get into filmmaking in and of itself was probably he sat down, he watched alien, he watched aliens, he watched gladiator. And he said, you know what? I want to fucking do that. And so I just I think the other thing that bothers me about this mm. is when Ridley Scott says something or Martin Scorsese says something like that, you're essentially that is somebody's idol looking at you and saying, we're not in the same field. That's a great point, dude. That's and that's bullshit. That's that is bullshit. bullshit. Like, don't undercut yeah. their effort just because you look down on that genre. Yeah. Yeah. They were given a script. They put together a coherent story from start to finish, and they made audiences connect with it. Yeah. That's the motherfucking assignment. Yeah. Like, that's the job. If you're going to say you're not in the same you're not in the same field because one has a dude that wears a cape and can shoot laser out his eyes. Mm -hmm. And the other guy's a gladiator. Come on, man. Like at some point in time, I feel like you're splitting hairs just to be controversial. Yeah. And, and you know what? I've got nothing else to say. I think that that was a perfect way. I think that that was a perfect way to, you know, thank you. Shut the fuck up. Really Scott. No, no, no. <laughs> sorry. Don't shut the fuck up, Ridley Scott. Because your opinion, I think your opinion from your perspective, I absolutely understand. Right. You want there's a lot of people that say they want to get back to the art of things and they want to get back sure. to this real, whatever quote unquote real is. But always remember Ridley Scott and, and Dennis Venalowepe. Um, always remember y'all. Art is 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 it's a matter of perspective, and, and there's several is. forms of it, and there's moments where superhero genres are up. And then murders are uh, murder mysteries are up and, yeah. and superhero uh, genre is down. Like, yeah, things happen in these phases, but you cannot. I absolutely agree with Doug. You just cannot discredit a whole genre because you can create magic in those genres and people find their entry yeah. into other movies through these genres. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Damn. there are so many people who are going to you never know who's going to be sitting in that theater or sitting in that like watching it at home who's going to connect with it and say you know what i want to do that like and they're inspired and they may be the next ridley scott because they really enjoyed connecting with it and most of the time when you when you listen to directors talk about it they said i grew up with film and i wanted to tell stories that way and that's why i did it and i you know i I think in this case ridley and i disagree his movies are awesome blade runner's really good aliens one of my favorites gladiator is absolutely on one of my favorites they're good movies but i just think it's that 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 con that that comment is so and it's his opinion and he's entitled to his opinion Mm -hmm. it's just that feels like that comment's really divisive and also superhero movies are more in abundance now. So I can understand why it would be easy oh, for, for sure. you to be more annoyed with them when it's sure. all you're really seeing. When the MCU has literally developed a universe and every other announcement is there's a series about Batwoman coming out on HBO yep. Max. And so I definitely, I get seeing it so much you feel like that it's watering down the field. Sure. But 
you know, you just gotta go. People like, said the same shit about Auto Tune. Yeah, and we're yeah. fine. <laughs> That's true. They, they did say the same thing. <laughs> we're all fine. They did. They said Jay Z tried to kill Auto Tune. That motherfucker said, "Hey, no." Yeah, T Pain was T Pain was on everybody's single like I fucking hate this guy list because yeah. of Auto Tune. Yeah. It was like it wasn't me, man. I just capitalized on it. Hey, fuck that guy. He was like, right. "Man, I ain't do nothing to you." Right. Um, anything else, Marcus? Before we sort of clap, wrap things up and close things out. Hey, I'm just going to say this one little piece right here, and this was for Brian. There is a delay. There's supposedly a delay in the squadron. Um, Rogue Squadron? Rogue Squadron, because there was a disagreement between Lucas Films and um, Patty Jenkins. Yeah, creative um, differences. It was Yeah, that's what they labeled it as, but we all know what the fuck that means. <laughs> um, yep. I actually, I don't know what the fuck that means, so yeah. But anyway, they just delayed. They said that it's going to be delayed because of creative differences. Um, and I'm pulling it up right now. This is from comicbook.com. Um, yeah. so they said the latest report comes from THR editor. Um, Jenkins was frustrated by the micromanagement of select Lucasfilm executives, um, eventually opting to pursue other opportunities while Lucasfilm worked on fixing its internal problems. Interesting. Um, so that is, yeah, that's very, that's, that's very, very interesting. interesting. That's very interesting, which means you're about to lose a big, big director to some bullshit. Yeah, well, or it means that like she might get preoccupied because that's the problem with that, right? Like she might get preoccupied with, with another, another project, project, yeah, and you're ready to start shooting because you're on a timeline, and she's like, "Sorry, dude, like Sorry, I, I, I told you that I was going to take on other stuff. If you yeah. want to have a different director, that's fine. I could very see if that this isn't resolved quickly, <laughs> and Patty continues to work on Wonder Woman three because I know she made an announcement recently that she's working on that." I could see them being like, well, we found a new director. Yeah. And I hope they don't because I like Patty Jenkins. I like but Patty. I think there's I think female voices are important in film. But I think that's very possible that if they don't fix their shit, you could see that happening. I, I just I, I get <laughs> the micromanaging is like that's the part that's interesting to me because Patty worked with WB and I'm like, oh, this, twice? Is, my, this is micromanaging. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you remember there was a guy named joss right like y'all remember him she worked with him and she said i can't stand this micromanagement like holy shit yeah but y'all must be y'all better get y'all shit together that's all i'm saying don't you better, you better resolve that you better resolve it lucas back tell you tell them motherfuckers back the hell up and let her y'all hired her for a reason let yeah. her do her goddamn job yeah, and she's a good director of all the people. I could get it if they were like, hey, Doug, you're directing Rogue Squadron. I'm like, I'm going to need some of that micromanagement. Yeah, like, yeah. Y'all y'all going to have to walk me through <laughs> If I'm this new shit. here, I'm going to be like, hey, y'all, can y'all send some executives down to just kind of I want to just right here. So that way, if I'm curious, I can be like, you want me to do this, right? Yeah. All right. Action. They like, said it was okay. They said it was fine. But with Patty, you don't need to do you that. Need to she do knows it. what yeah. she's doing. Back that up. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman 2. That was a shit show. Yeah. Yeah, but again, that was WB. Um, that was WB. But Marcus, that kind of brings us to the end of things. So it was a great, uh, ooh, it was a good episode. Talked about a lot of great stuff. My question for you is, what do you all have to plug today, sir? Uh, yeah. Um, Noah, Noah, we had conversations about the store opening up, so the store will be opening mm. up soon. Just in um, time for the holidays. Just in time for the holidays. Just in time for Black Friday. All that good stuff like that. You already know what it is. Um, Noah's store will be opening, up. and this one will be uh, actually staying open. We'll have oh. some options that will actually stay up. 
the whole okay. time, and then we'll have some stuff that we'll switch out from time to time. That's okay. why this one has taken a little bit longer. But other than that, pin drop is out. Um, if you were here at the five minute mark, we played a little bit of that pin drop soul tie. Um, and so the pin drop is out. We'll stream that. Um, my music is out right now. New music is coming soon, and yeah, that's where we at with it. I would like to use this joke because I said it and oh, I didn't want to interrupt. But if it's coming out in time for Black Friday, that brings a whole new meeting to Black Friday because you Black are a Friday Black business. business. That's right. You on Black Friday, we support Black businesses. That's how this works yeah, around so here. Black Friday, Black Black Friday, Black business, Black ass. Black Friday, Black business. Um. So well, the other thing that we want to plug and we want to make sure that we get it out there is we want to remind everybody you can head over to the Love Nerds. You can check out some cool recipes. Um, you know, this is the, the the season of Friendsgiving where you gather with your friends and maybe you don't want to bring a whole turkey. So you want to do a, a, your own twist and bring some wings. Go over there, check out those uh, those different um, recipes and different craft projects that they have over there. Um, and shout out to Maggie and Brian. Also remind everybody that Brian is on TikTok at Rogue Roush. He's out there doing your weekly Star Wars beat from TikTok. So it be is. sure to check out his TikToks there. They're really great. Um, if you're ever curious about how starfighters or star cruisers or battleships work in, in, in Star Wars, Brian will walk you through that Brian, step by step. So Brian will walk you. He'll walk you through that shit like he walk you through your goddamn master's program. You gonna feel like you actually. Yeah, you gonna feel shit. like an expert. That is the yeah. master class on yeah. Star Wars ships. That is the master class on Star Wars ships. Um, I want to remind everybody that you can check out this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode and want to watch us record it live, um, check us out at Patreon.com/slash Films in Black and White. Ooh, um, we do a yeah. lot of great stuff there. Also, want to remind everybody that. I or we are on TikTok at no, Films Doug and Black is on TikTok. Well, I'm not a good TikToker. Everybody I'm on TikTok at Films in Black and White. There you go. Um, we do some fun. I do some fun shit over there. He I does. have fun with it. Um, I Great so content I, over there. Go get yeah, your asses over there. It's a lot of fun. But Marcus, we have a three-step process to success. And I would well, like you to give us the first step, sir. The first step. You got to, as, as my friend Brian Roush would say, man, you got to read a book. Please okay. read a book. You got to read a book. Before Brian went and had that baby, you know what he did? Read a book. I guarantee yeah. you. Guarantee oh, yeah. you. At some point in that day, he read a book. And you know what? That baby's going to be better because of it. Okay? That's you got to read a book. Pick up something. I don't care if it's an audio book. As Brian would say, those count. And because he said they count, obviously they count, motherfucker. And so, anybody can decide whether or not they count, it's Brian. It's Brian. Brian reads, Brian reads like we used to read for AR points. And I, I think we just <laughs> need to get back to that. Okay? So, like... Yes. yes, read a goddamn book. Please read a book. Um, the second step is drink some water. Look, y'all, it's gonna get a little bit dry around here when we get into the winter months. It sucks all the moisture out of the out of the air, out of your body. That's how your skin gets really dry. So just make sure you get that water going so that way um you don't have dry skin and stuff just doesn't look gross um in general. Um and the third step I'm going to will share is wash your ass. Um it's important to get up there and scrub it. Look, the holiday season is upon us. You don't want to show up to Thanksgiving with a with a with a with a stanky ass. No, maybe you don't want to show leader. up to a holiday party. If you're a single person and you go to holiday parties, that's like how every romantic comedy starts. You don't want to have your meat cute with a stanky ass hanging behind you. So just make sure that you wash your ass. What the fuck is a meat cute? That's like the cute where the 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 couple comes together in the film. It's called a meat cute. Like M E E T, not oh. M E A T. Okay. Yeah. I had a completely different visualization when you said you don't want the meat cute and the dirty ass. 
Oh, I mean, that's a whole different type of meat and a whole different type of cute. So that's a very good point. Um, We will be back next week to talk. (laughs) We'll be back next week to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. But in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we'll catch y'all next week.